Hello, and welcome to the Over Under Achievers. I'm one of your host, Knox McCoy, and joining me as always, he's still favored by one and a half points going into this week's Super Bowl. It's Jason Waterfalls. Is that true? You favor, you think? Listen, I'll take the one and a half points instead of being traded for five second round picks. Oh, man. I know. I know. We've done the data. We've done the research. We've done the demographics. And I know literally no one in the audience wants us to talk NBA. But, but <laughs> dang it. Like, it's right there. It's Yesterday right there. was wild. Just for a minute. Just NBA for a minute. Yesterday was mm-hmm. very fun. Very wild. Uh, I know three players that got traded back to their old teams. John Wall, Gary Payton, and George Hill. There's Which was two- your favorite? Which was your favorite out of those three? Gary Payton back to the Warriors. Mine's John Wall back to Houston because he just, oh, well, yeah. he took such a dookie on Houston and it was like, ooh, awkward. <laughs> just recently, yeah. And then there was two different trades that were uh, had five second-round picks in the trade. That's just that's too many second-round picks, honestly. It is. It just is. And I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it. I, this new like trade value accounting, I can't wrap my head around it. I don't understand it. Because I had like I was listening to some people be like Charles Barkley got traded for like a bag of Fritos and a couple big white guys and like so Kevin Durant like I don't, I don't understand the metrics for Rudy Gobert but I, look I, I love a flurry of activity even if I don't quite understand it yet and even if I haven't watched a full NBA game this year I still like the activity that's fun I, I liked all the storylines going back to the Super Bowl I like all the storylines like how could the NBA do this during Super Bowl week yeah. <laughs> it's like no Super Bowl still reigns Super Bowl is king and Super Bowl and the NFL will come for the NBA during all of their um prime final stuff as well yeah it's a turf war man like like what do you want what do you want from them i like how baseball tried to get into it and they're like hey you darvish san diego that's kind of hot right it's kind of sexy no one post 30 but let's do it okay (laughs) (laughs) interesting i caught um uh the end of pti yesterday um i was home uh early i'd picked up my son we got home and I had to put together some stuff that had been delivered um so I, i flipped on the old pti it's been a while since i watched pti number one they look like the old family dogs you know, when the end is near and you're like, man, there's a lot of gray in that face. But also here's your ages coming out. Look, it, but it is like, it, look at Tony Kornheiser and tell me he doesn't look ancient. He does. And Michael Wilbon, he presents as not agent ancient, but um, like the, the, the fast firing uh, wit is not quite there. That is a show that I, I worried needs to be put down. You know, maybe was Tony like, in the away. corner of his basement again. Yeah, it, he was dimly lit. Yeah, he was, and and Michael Wilbon looked like Iron Man hovering uh, like uh, uh, above the Colorado sky. I don't know where he is or what he's doing, but he's like, dressed really well. Yeah. But, oh, I guess that that makes sense. Man, Arizona, much more uh, mountainy than I than I guess I expected. You've you been know? out to Phoenix? You uh you visited out that way? Never been. Never no. been, man. Never it's been. Dry heat. That's <laughs> literally the only thing I know about Phoenix is a dry heat. This is dry heat. I tried that. We we did a snake draft episode. Uh, no, it was the what should I read next interview we did. When uh, Ann brought up Phoenix, and I was like, "Dry heat." Do you guys know it's dry heat? No one, no one bit. No one bit on that one. <laughs> it's such a good bit. It's such a good bit. Uh, Jason, how are we doing, man? How are you specifically? I'm doing well, man. I've got a little bit of a cold, testing negative for you know what. Uh, so we're avoiding that, but it's a little bit of a cold. Haven't had a cold in several several years, which is really been good. But yeah, yeah, just. Uh, just the Rona well, the one time and been feeling good, but uh little man must have got me sick. He was sick mm-hmm. last week, no strep, no no te- positive test, and uh we're getting through it. So plain injured, not to- hurt. I, yeah, I that's love right. to see it. That's you right. know, I I appreciate that. What about yourself? You know, uh good, good. Little little um uh I, I think I'm a little underwhelmed by the Super Bowl week like news cycle, you know, this felt like uh, I've been a little busier this week than the normal, but there's not seemed to be the robust conversation around this game that I think I'm accustomed to. Has, has that been your sense as well? I have the same sense, but I have a different direction on how it's hitting me. Okay. I think that there is so, so, so much and the NBA trade trade deadline was very fun and was a lot that it's just too many storylines going mm-hmm. on. So there's nothing that you're like, um, you know, picking the thread at the sweater and then it unravels, right? Yeah, yeah. Th- there's nothing There's nothing that's like really hooking me in, I think is the same of what you're saying, that that's just capturing me that the Kelsey brothers or Andy Reid's old team, like these storylines that we know were going to happen this week. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes, his dad played baseball. Did you know that? Oh my gosh, and, did he really? I didn't know that. <laughs> so <laughs> nothing is... 
I don't know. Nothing is like unknown. Nothing is spectacular. I think that it's just like this real steady churn to a really good game. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that's what's going on. And maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's just going to be a really good game. I'm seeing. I'm skimming the the headlines really quick. So I apologize. I haven't read this. But did you know? I think the center for the Eagles and the the tight end for the Chiefs they appear to be related. Did you? Are you like cousins? Maybe those are, those are the Kelsey brothers. Yeah. Have you heard about this? They are one? brothers. Can they're, you believe they're this? Biological brothers. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I've never heard that before in my life. I just can we reach a point where everyone's like, "Hey, we did it. We did it, Joe." We got to the end of this story. We've mined it for everything we need. We don't need to tell you anymore that the Kel- if you need me to explain to you that the Kelsey brothers are brothers, you need to stop watching this game. We need to revoke like your your viewership. Can I be honest though? One thing about the Kelsey brothers, I want split jerseys on mom and dad. Okay, okay, and and I want it to be like reversed, so like Eagles on somebody's left and then Eagles on somebody's right, or I want mom and dad. Hopefully, mom and dad are still alive. Otherwise, this is a weird bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I want mom and dad wearing separate jerseys and cheering only for one son. Oh, I like that. Like they have to pick. Like they honestly, that how about mom been, and like, dad both program. wearing just like Jason jerseys and then only cheering for Jason? Can I be honest with you, really quick? I was unaware that uh, I haven't seen dad. I haven't seen Ed Kelsey. Um, I've so, never seen Ed Kelsey as well. Well, when you were starting to talk, I was like, "Is Ed? Is Ed dead? You know, Ed Kelsey dead?" But I looked; he's not. He he is alive uh, allegedly. Um, but I'm seeing a lot of mom. Seeing a lot of mom like delivering like sets of chocolate shit. Here, look, mother effer. We're sitting here talking about the Kelsey brothers. Like I feel like we just walked right into it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't even mean to do that. But it's just like there's just so much conversation around the Kelsey brothers, and I think I like them. I think they're fine. I oh, think I enjoy yeah. them. I think I used to not like Travis Kelsey because he feels like the guy on Panama City Beach, like he was just trolling for girls, you know. Um, but hundred percent. It's not that he isn't that guy, but I think I've gone. I've come to appreciate him a little bit. You know, he might be that guy, but at least he admits he's that guy. Is yeah. where it's changed in my mind. Like he knows who he is. Yeah, like uh, there's. I'm not ruling out the possibility that he shows up to really mix things up on Milf Manor. You know, <laughs> just to be like, whoa, game changer. His mom, Don is not here, but Travis Kelsey or be is. the host in season two. I'm no, I like the, I like the robot. I like Alexa being the host. I don't know. You've probably seen none of this. There's just no host. There's oh, no I've host. seen the first episode. I, I couldn't, I can't do another one, man. I honestly, you, you know that I love weird, awkward stuff, yeah. but <laughs> it is, that's an understatement. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes. It is so so cringy it's the most cringe thing i've ever seen with my eyeballs in my entire life by a lot and that's a compliment because so young is like the uh the, the michelangelo of reality tv so uh that's probably enough uh kelsey brothers and, and milf manor uh from <laughs> us uh for the listeners okay so let's um you know i don't think we have a super there's not a ton to talk about outside of the uh, super bowl so can i uh just get like you you uh, alluded to thinking this is going to be a close game. Um, we've got that line. I think it's still one and a half, depending on where you're going. Um, over under uh, this being a two and a half point game when it's all said and done. Over. I think it's going to be Eagles by three. Eagles by three. Okay. Can you talk me through? Have you have you dithered on that? Have you always felt pretty strongly about the Eagles in this game? Yes, and I don't know why. And I'm so scared to bet against Patrick Mahomes. And how great did the Bengals and, and Burrow, how great was it that they almost came back and won that game? But my goodness, this Eagles team just seems built. They had close games against what? The Colts? They had mm-hmm. close game, uh, lost to the Commanders. Close game, some kind of a weird game. I think it was the Bears, the Eagles yes. did. But besides yeah, that, yeah. they just looked really, really good. You almost take away nothing from the 49ers game. Because Brock Purdy getting hurt was just the and then and then Josh Johnson getting hurt as well was wow. just just the end of I don't even know how to take away anything for for the Eagles from that 49ers game. So yeah, I, I definitely think it's the Eagles, man. I mean, obviously the trenches, you can do that whole conversation. I think Jalen Hurts is just really good. Do you think the right person won the MVP for the season? Um, man, you know, it felt like one of those seasons where I, I, I just, I think in sports, it's so narrative based where it's like, if there's not a narrative, then we're just going to default to statistical greatness or, um, whose turn it is. And I, I don't really know a better case against Pat, Mah- uh, Pat Mahomes winning 
So it's like, you, you can't talk me into, I, I was a big ride or die for Joe Burrow. Um, I, I put a lot of money on him coming in this season. He just had a slow start and he, the, the, the mojo never got going. And I think if he, if he beats, uh, Mahomes and he's in the Super Bowl, I don't know what the, the date of the voting. So it might've, uh, already happened at that point. Maybe you could have talked me into that, but yeah, it's kind of, I, I, I personally, as someone who, you know, I think Michael Jordan probably should have won more MVPs. I think LeBron probably should have won more MVPs. I'm always a fan of the best player and the best coaches win the best awards, you know? So I'm okay with it. I, I can't come, I can't come up with a compelling case uh, against Patrick Mahomes. Can you? No, I cannot. I think it was no. just one of those seasons where I was just like, I think it's Jalen Hurts, but then he was hurt. And then all of a sudden you, you look back and you go, I don't know who else would have beat Patrick Mahomes this particular season. Yeah. 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 That's the thing. And you know, I, I think the, uh, so I'm with you and uh, immediately after the chiefs beat the Bengals, um, I put down. So basically like my strategy for, for gambling, this isn't going to be super boring. This is just very broad. Um, I, I spend most of my money on college football because I feel like I understand that. Right. And I feel like that's a little bit more, less variability there. Um, so I build up what I've got and then, uh, I don't really gamble a lot on college basketball or NBA, uh, because the Suns burned me so bad last, last year. <laughs> um, that this is it for me. So, and, and Joker. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And Joker. So, uh, so I'm kind of putting all my eggs in the Eagles basket. So I'm all in on the Eagles. And I think a lot of that is, um, I think, uh, this is going to be a compliment to the Chiefs. I don't think they should have been in the Super Bowl this year. I don't think they plan to be on the Super Bowl in the Super Bowl this year. I think it was like, let's do the best of what we got and let's kind of retool our offense and then, Next year, we'll be really aggressive, re- replace uh, the Tyreek position or something, something more affordable and cost conscious that can get us into the future. I don't think they intended to do that this year, but yet here they are. And I think it's testament to Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, you know? Is it some kind of a marketing thing? Because they they seemed like an underdog all season to the Bills, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, well, then and the Bills every- beat them like straight up. So it, it, the narrative was right there for everybody, right? And then obviously the Chargers, they get all the you know preseason accolades that they get. But there was a couple of teams that were not the Kansas City Chiefs that people had favorited in the AFC. And then all of a sudden, do the, KFC, do the Kansas City Chiefs – I almost said the KFC. You did. I was thinking, what? <laughs> there's a cross-promotional opportunity Hold on. there. What, what opportunity? Speaking of marketing, Kansas effing Chiefs. That's KFC. <laughs> Um, did they, did they just like downplay it all year? Like, how did they stay humble and get this message out there that, oh no, it's a down year for us. Oh no, it's a down year for us. Then all of a sudden it's like, no, it makes sense. They're a really good team. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, um, I think it's a combination of things. I don't think they're as explosive. Um, but I also think when you hear the same thing, it's like everyone wanted to throw dirt on the Patriots, you know, after a while, cause it's boring. It's boring to be like, she's probably going to win. You want to be on the cutting edge of the new team. And I think when you, when you look at some of the, I, I think how I land with you on the Eagles is um, I, like, I want to, I want to acknowledge the Eagles had a much easier schedule and I want to acknowledge that. Agreed. I don't trust Jalen hurts yet. I love Jalen hurts. I do. Uh, I don't trust him. If, if a team is like, you're going to have to throw to beat us. And you're going to be super accurate. I don't know that he's done that yet. Not to say he can't, but that that's something that worries me in this game. Um, I, I acknowledge both those things, but they are so freaking talented and so freaking deep. And they have had incredible injury luck this season. And then when you look at the the Chiefs, um, I think there's uh, honestly the biggest reason I'm, I'm fading them a little bit is that just the injury issues that they're facing, especially in the wide receiver room. But I think when you look at some of their games, it's not fair to go through every single you know game that they've played, but they've, they've lost to the Colts. You know, the uh, uh, the Vegas Raiders played them tight. The Bills beat them. The Niners killed them. The Niners straight up killed them. Titans played them close. The Jags have played them close twice. Um, uh, uh, they, they've lost to the Bengals. They played the Texans really tight, too. So I think I, I don't I don't think this is the same team that a lot of people think it is that can just blow people out of the water. Um, I think they're good enough in scheme and with Patrick Mahomes to to win some of these games. But th- this reminds me a little bit of. Man, this can sound so stupid in a couple of days. This reminds me a little bit of Seattle, uh, Denver a few years ago, where D- it's Peyton Manning and it's Denver and they score a lot of points. This will be great. But Seattle was such a buzzsaw, you know, of just talent and of hunger and of desire that I, I have a hard time seeing the Chiefs winning, you know? I am going to triple down with you on that. That is, I, have n- I had not thought about that game. I love that comparison here. I also like the idea that we're on the same side. Yeah. Uh, maybe not great for us 
fighting right now, which sure. people probably would rather have. But here's the thing. If that is wrong, the wrong take on Sunday, everybody be welcome to come for us because I think that that's the exact correct take. That Denver was pretty balanced on both sides of the ball and they kind of wobbled their way through the playoffs, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And then they just got banshee attacked. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, man. And I know that sounds so stupid and I know it scares me to death. No, it let's take that me. stance, man. But I think, I think what I come down to, and I think this is where I've landed the last two Super Bowls is, who has the better offensive and defensive lines, you know, and it served uh, the Bucks well against the chiefs few years ago. It served the Rams well last year. And I think the Eagles, uh, like this is a generationally good group of offensive and defensive linemen. So I feel here's my question. With them. Everybody's saying that the Eagles had a easy route. I'm not against that take. Mm-hmm. If the Eagles played the Jacksonville Jaguars, who wins Eagles? Definitely. Yeah. Right. If the Eagles played the Bengals, who wins? I think it's a close game, but I think the Eagles win. I think the Eagles win even bigger than, than the Chiefs. Yeah, because of, because of the defensive line. Yes. Yeah, I agree with you. An yeah. even better defensive line. And Kansas City Chiefs defensive line is playing incredible. But I, I think that the, the Eagles win. So it's like, I know, that, I think the Chiefs are just a little bit of a lesser team. And mm-hmm. then they were playing and beating teams. Whereas whatever happened to the Eagles through the playoffs is, is what happened. Danny Dimes and, and all the quarterbacks hurt. Um but yeah, I'm man, I'm getting like I'm kind of all all in on the <laughs> Eagles. Now I need to diversify. I need to not just go Eagles minus one, minus one and a half. I've got to I've got to figure out some other pieces here. Do you see a bunch of scores? I think I do. I think I do. Because Are you it, taking the over as uh, well together? You know, I'm not I did this in the National Championship game where I, I was scared to go all in on just the Georgia and the points. So I diversified and I didn't win as much money as I as I could have. So I'm keeping this simple. I'm either going to win big or I'm going to lose big, and I'm not going to I'm not going to be like no Man, prop I'm, bets, no extra bets. No, I mean I might throw like twenty. Dude, you bucks and I there. usually, you and I, well, you and me and your friend sure. would usually get on the horn and yeah. uh, make I don't know twenty or thirty prop bets. Yeah, Let me and s- of those twenty and thirty, how many hit usually? I mean, two, really. maybe. I'm up to one, two, three, four. <laughs> I like Five, the entertainment six, of it all. Seven, you know? eight, eight prop bets, and then my big Eagles minus one. Honestly, some of this too is uh, we're watching the game with my uh, my parents uh, and and my sister, nieces, nephew. Um, and if I'm I'm too financially committed, uh, it's probably going to make everybody uncomfortable. You know, they're going to be like, like, what's do we like? Do you, yeah, but when you win, then what happens? Then it's everybody. Like, hey, everybody shots gets, for everybody. I, Shots for everybody. I was going to say ice cream, but yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, chocolate shots. Um, yeah, man. I just so I think I'm going to go all in. I might throw some in just to have a little bit of fun. But uh, I, I think what everybody's getting hung up on is, and this is this is worthy. The Eagles have not faced a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. Truly, you know, it's, uh, peak of his powers, just uh, the the ability to execute. Like, uh, like a, uh, they're used to Brock Purdy, they're used to Danny Dimes, they're used to maybe a Dak Prescott or something. Um, and I think there's some, uh, I, to be I, fair, they the Eagles did face a quarterback at the peak of his powers named Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, now, that mm-hmm. now that peak, yes, seems more of a, a rolling hill than Patrick <laughs> Mahomes' injured peak right now, but that's a, that's a fair clarification. On- Based on what you said, different players, different peaks, right? Different <laughs> players, different peaks. So this is a high peak here. So I don't, I don't know, I don't know if the Niners are going to be ready for it, but I, or the uh, Eagles are going to be ready for it. But I just feel really, really confident in a way that makes me uncomfortable. You know? Well, now you're making me uncomfortable. I know, I know, I don't like this, but I felt the same way for Georgia TCU. You know, but I'm, I'm, I'm risk averse uh, typically. So, um, so, yeah, I think uh, uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you is um, how many? Uh, so over under. We'll say one and a half times Tom Brady is mentioned in the booth during the game by either Greg Olson or Kevin Burkhart. I'm going to go with zero. So I'm going to oh. go with I'm going to go with whatever your number is under. I think that Greg is not going to allow that name in the booth. Okay. For the Super Bowl or for all of next season. Because that's the so for people who don't know the big so Tom Brady retires the next phase of his career is he signed this like ten year three hundred seventy five million dollar contract with Fox and he's supposed to be uh, uh, a color commenter he's going to be on the games announcing them which is what Greg Olson does uh, and so there's been a bit of weirdness of like how that's how's that going to work Tom Brady did say like I'm not calling games next year so it's Greg Olson's job um, so it's interesting if they're going to allude to it let me follow up 
Let me ask another over under how many games um, in the next three years do you think Tom Brady announces the color comments on? I'm going to put the number at 0.5. Zero. You think it's on? I'm, I am, I am firm on this take that I think that he's going to take this year to practice. He's going to find out that he's not good. He's definitely not as good as my boy, Greg Olson, okay. who is the best in the game right now. I still love Troy, but I think that Troy's had an evolution over time, let's just say. And Troy got paid, too. So he's like, hey, I'm good. I'm good to go for a little bit. You know? Yeah, but he's still Troy. Like, I, I, I still like him, but it's just different. And Greg's doing a fantastic job. All the Romo lovers out there, forget that. Romo's done. But um, I don't think Tom ever calls a game. It doesn't make any sense. Why would he not be in the studio? It makes no sense for him and that contract to go be the color guy. Do you think he ever they ever intended for him to call a game? According to everything that they put out there and ad- additionally continue to put out there, yes. You know, uh, this is. Uh, I mean, I'm with I'm with like the undertone of that question there. I'm, yeah. I'm with you on that, but you, you can't just they're clearly saying he's going to be the number one color guy as soon as he's ready. See, I, I, I don't want to get into like corporate corner here. Let's um, go. Or suit can, corner or whatever. I could, I could change my voice and get real serious. If you want to. <laughs> no, see, I think this is, this is less about voice intonation and more about uh, vocabulary. So we have to say things like synergy, circle back. Um, Jason, uh, if you could please advise on your theories on this logistical equation uh, and maybe circle back around lunch. Maybe we'll touch base, stuff like that. Like that's, I think that's the corporate corner. Like that's I love all of this. Okay. Okay. Speaking of your language, um, I would say there is probably a decent case to be made that when this was announced, wasn't as much about Tom Brady as it was about Fox and maybe stockholder anticipation or, um, uh, consideration. And it's a little bit like, um, if you're paying attention to Disney right now, um, Bob Iger's like, Hey, you know, the good news or the bad news. The good news is you're going to get more Woody. And what I mean by that is Toy Story, not the weird stuff. Um, Thank you. And you're going to get um, uh, other movies and projects uh, that you did. Another know. Frozen? Yes. Thank you. You're going to get another Frozen. You're going to get, do you know things that you like? You're going to get more of that. The bad news is we're going to like lose 700,000 jobs and, you know, we're not profitable, but that's, you know, whatever. Remember the Woody stuff. Remember the Frozen stuff. Okay. So it's a little smoke and mirrorsy, right? You can make the case that the th- same thing was being done with Tom Brady. And the intention was more like, uh, we're going to figure out how to do this later, but uh, there's no way you're calling football games on TV for us. You know, I don't want him to call games. I don't think he'd be good at it. I don't, I don't know. Okay. So let's talk about two things. One, the difference with your Disney comparison there is that people do want more tour story. They do want more frozen. They're asking for that. The, the 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 creative people should not give it to them because let's go find new things to do. Like you, you and Jamie always talk about, right? Yeah. The difference here is that no one is asking for Tom Brady to do color commentary. There's not a demand for it. There is a demand for another Toy Story 5 or for a Toy Story 5, and there is a demand for another Frozen. Nobody's asking for Tom Brady to do color commentary. That said, point two, I think he does have a good personality. I don't think it's all manufactured in a lab. His face is starting to feel his body, his choice. (laughs) His face... Every, you know, new year, new him. Every single year, his face is starting to look interesting. Yeah. The underwear shot that he finally, you know, paid good on. His face looked like he was 20 years younger than he is right now. I don't know what all is going on with all these photos. That being said, I think he might be a fun guy. Uh, okay. I think. Okay. I think. Look, this. so we're debating something that could never possibly known. And I, this is my favorite kind of debate. So thank you for uh, walking. I've got a comparison it. that's going to blow your mind. Okay, hold it, because um, I think he is a decent person. I I think all the social media stuff where he's playful, that's not written by him. And I don't think, I think if he was good in the moment or like in an interview, that would have come across. And it's it's literally never come across. So I don't know. And also to the face stuff, when they do those like face warps of like, here's him, you're one. And like, you know, they just take the, like the way my man's face like warps and contours is, is crazy. It's not that long of a time, you know, looks like a glacier over millions of years, but it's just like 20. It's not that long of a time. And he's a quarterback. No, no quarter, no other quarterback's face has ever morphed like that. But then again, he, no, no quarterback has done what he's done. Mm. He was fun when he was doing those TNT golf, the match things. Yes. Yes. He showed some personality. He got mad at stuff. He snapped back at stuff. He got quiet at times. 
I liked him during some of that. Now, when John Clayton, RIP, was doing Sports Center hits and and different hits on ESPN, did you know that there was a rat tail back there halfway down his back and that he had the type of personality that came out in that Sports Center commercial? No, I had no idea. I, 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 what I if, still don't know if it was real. What if? What if Tom Brady has a rat tail? What if he grows a rat tail? What if Tom Brady goes full mullet and has an incredible personality? I, look, you know I'd love that. You know that would be my favorite thing. There's no way that's true. There's just no way that's true. But you know what he might do? He's so freaking dedicated. He might he might just build that in a lab somewhere, have his team, Alex Guerrero, build that in a lab somewhere, and then just install it in him. They'll be like, it's, it, this is the, the next phase of... Uh, what is it called? Like Tom, Tom plyometrics. Yeah. No, what's the, oh, uh, TB12. Yeah. The, it's a personality pliability. That's what it's yeah, called. See? You know what I mean? TM, TM. We if don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, there, if there's anybody that could do it, is it not him? Uh, it's not him. Cause he just says, it is you, him. <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can build, uh, an arm. You can build like, uh, uh, body resistance to football. If you don't have a good personality, you can't have a good personality. It's just it's just what it is. Because that's all yeah. about like dealing with trauma, emotional trauma in middle school. You know, you you gotta go back there to get that good personality. Do <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Have you ever heard a bad word about Tom Cruise? Yeah, I have several, several. What? Well, weird words, you know, of just like Yeah, but those are rumors, right? Like everybody that hangs out with him, great personality, engaging. You don't yeah. when, but when do you ever see that? It's just stories. I've what never heard that. Tom? I've heard like, feels like I'm talking to a Disney world <laughs> character, you know, just lots of nods and weird smiles, you know, doesn't have chemistry. That, with one, me. that one was more of a reach, but I went for it. I'm just <laughs> I, thinking of people that don't have personalities or manufactured personalities. Sure. But then, but then it's like not a bad thing. Like, don't get me wrong on the Tom Cruise. I, lo- I love him on screen. That is always my stance. Tom, I, I do think I would like to make the uh, comparison that Tom Cruise feels like uh, and Mickey Mouse Clubhouse when it's uh, Hey Toodles, you know? And Toodles is like, here are the four things in this episode you're going to need to know about. And it's time because of the plot and the narrative that you need one of these. And it's pretty obvious what it is. Toodles has no beginning, has no end, has no personality, just is. Toodles is is a, is a delivery mechanism of joy and a purpose. And I think that's Tom Cruise is like the Toodles of our world, you know. Shout out Bob Iger. Did not know we were going to do a Toodles shout out in this Come on, Bob, episode. Where's the Toodles origin story? That's what I want. That's how <laughs> I'm going to feel good as a non-shareholder. I, the other question is. Does Tom Brady want to call games? Does he no. want to be like, it's Brock Purdy, it's Josh Johnson, it's Trevor Lawrence, Jacksonville, let's go. I don't know that he needs that. I don't know if he wants that. I don't know if it's about need. It's like um, he, he clearly has a, a thirst to be in the public spotlight, right? Man in the arena, Tom versus to time. Yeah. Like He's going to have to figure out something. And I don't think he's as savvy as Peyton – no, turning turning down every job and doing whatever he wants for himself. I think Tom and his team are going to put him in front of the biggest camera, in front of the biggest spotlight, and that's where I might end up losing my bet that he never shows up. Is that they're going to be like, this is the biggest stage we can put you on? Mm-hmm. See, I would, I, I feel very confident that as we learn more about this deal, this ten years three seventy five, I feel like there's a lot of um, uh, white space in it, and there's a lot of. Yeah, we will never actually start the contract unless you want to. Um, and it's like year to year, you have the option to pull out or whatever, whenever you want. So I feel like there's, it's probably a lot more uh, uh, spreadsheet based than it is like actually dictating his movements. A, don't make fun of spreadsheets. B, I love spreadsheets. You know, I love spreadsheets. <laughs> I know you do. Um, how does he not take Terry Bradshaw's seat? I think sit Terry him, Bradshaw next- knows things. That no one else can, and that that's the that's the leverage he has. But I also I like the Terry fact Bradshaw that, is slipping on saying things that no one else says. So Terry, uh, Terry Bradshaw is okay. Okay, uh, over under one and a half years before Terry Bradshaw gets canceled for saying something wildly inappropriate live. You during, mean again? <laughs> I think yes. he's uncancelable. Okay, but honestly, okay. put put Tom Brady. Let me just finish this, and then you go to your thing. Put Tom Brady next to Michael Strahan in, in the in the studio show. That makes the most sense. Howie, Michael Strahan, Tom. Th- th- that's awesome. Look here. Okay, here's what I would like to do: Fox, ESPN, CBS, whoever. Just keep adding guys. Just keep adding guys. <laughs> it is getting until, good. Okay, it's getting wanna, ridiculous. <laughs> Until somebody says, until like the president says something, I want it to be the effing last supper 
where it's the host is in the middle and it's just like six dudes over here, six dudes over here, Judas doing his own thing, conspiring with the, you know, the elite or whatever. I just, I want to see some, because when they, they had to shoehorn Gronk in a couple weekends ago. And it was like, there was just no room at this massive yeah, Gronk's table. there too. Gronk was great. Honestly, I texted y'all that I was like, I love Gronk because he's, I don't know about great. Well, okay. If you include his personality, he's great on the show. If you if you're just looking at his analysis, but like who are no, we to talk, right? His analysis is terrible, but you could tell the pre-written parts where he was like, I'm going to write this out and I'm going to be like George Kittle can spank the baby and eat the baby. Back to you, Bill. It's <laughs> <was> like, "What?" <laughs> That's hey, what I want. With that being said, I do I do like Sunday Countdown again because it's um Ponder and then Randy Moss and mm-hmm. Rex mm-hmm. and then Matt and Teddy. That's yeah. a nice little round table. It's not bad. It's, it's not five bad. people. It's, it, it's, it's succinct. Uh, but what were, what were you going for there? I have no idea. Literally no idea. Oh, I'm more interested Sorry. now in the last supper. Uh, uh, this, I just don't need studio shows. You know, I don't need those, like I don't need those studio shows with, cause it's not even that they have good chemistry. It's just, they don't have time to talk about anything. You know, it's where I think TNT with Kenny and Charles and Shaq, like they thrive and Ernie, because it's all it's all chemistry and they have room to run. These studio shows, it, it feels like they don't have any room to run, and it's just so gimmicky, you know. But you can't. I, you, I can't you see can't. Tom Brady at a studio show. That just feels weird, you know. I don't know. I think it's the only chance because other people can cover up for him. But it's like it's uh like Rex, Rex Ryan should be on a studio show, the greatest quarterback of all time. There should be some respect with that, you know. Like Jerry Rice shouldn't the, be on a studio show. I agree with that completely. But then we're putting him in a booth doing color commentary. No, see, I, I just think I think this was all smoke and mirrors. And I no, that's why gonna... Peyton's the best. This is yeah. why everything we've just said for the last however many minutes is why Peyton Manning is the absolute best. Point A, uh, that's point A. Point B is because you could tell he was legitimately pissed at how the Pro Bowl uh, flag football thing ended, <laughs> and that's my favorite part. Is someone who's still there, there's no stakes. You your, your legacy is complete. Your your financial future is set up for generations upon generations. You are a mainstay of the football conversation. Uh, and, and so will your descendants be, but you're like, I freaking am so pissed off about how this like football game ended. And I love and this is why Tom Brady should have never signed with Fox. No matter what the, what the behind the scenes thing really is, is that he should be the third wheel with Peyton and Eli, because oh, man, that, that would, would be, be so just, good. that'd be so good. And they would get him going, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if they're so competitive with each other and like, that's why they won't do that. But, uh, I did, they will I, do it. They did it during the match. Man, that's the move. And I I think we will see that this deal is more like first look, you know, it's a first look situation. And I think once he figures out what he wants to do, do so over under zero and a half games he plays in the NFL next year. Zero. I do think he's done. You think he's done? I do. I think he's just going to hover. I think he's going to hover. And then if um, like the 49ers quarterback room explodes and they're like, finally, we'll, we'll, we'll take you here, Tom. I think he would do that. But I don't know, man. I think he's done. I think he's done. I kind of respect the 49ers to be like, look, we just don't, we're never going to say yes to you. You're just never going to play here. Okay. Yeah. You, you got that Dolphins thing right really, really early on, like even two years ago. What, what are your sources telling you about? Was there any contact before? Whispers. He closed the circle, man. He got pissed about Adam Schefter breaking news of the retirement last year. So now he's like, I'm, it's all, it's all Tom now. All Tommy. Tommy only. Um, let's keep going with the Super Bowl. Um, over under, Three and a half commercials that make you legit laugh out loud during the telecast. Over. I think the maximum effort Ryan Reynolds of it all okay. is going to be showing it's not like just his him and his team, but I think there's going to be some good commercials in that sort of sarcastic mm. vein. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm really hoping that people took notes on stuff that he's got going on, reels, TikToks, whatever. And like, let's just be wittier, quicker, shorter, and not, you know, tug at the heartstrings the entire time. Yeah, I don't need heartstrings. I don't, don't need, need heartstrings. It. Don't need it. Um, I've got enough emotion in, in in my bet and on the field. Yeah. I need some relief. I need some relief. I need comic relief here. Okay. The stakes are high enough as it is for me. Um, do uh do you think we're gonna have a lot of crypto ads this year? Just crypto ads? I think that's gonna I think that's gonna take a step back this year. I think it'd kind of be funny if they were like, Hey, it's us. Remember? Do you like, know what I think news. we're gonna have a ton of this year? What? Electric vehicles, aka EVs. Uh, it's gonna set off. It's gonna set off some people. It's gonna set off some people. Some people don't like the electric vehicles. You know, there don't is, push it on me. Have you you uh, you heard about this one? You uh, you heard about this? One? There is a GM Netflix joint venture commercial. Okay, 
Okay. Starring Will Ferrell. Okay. Talking to a zombie. Um, man, I hate I hate that. Just like straight up reaction, I hate that. And I don't know that you can say that. I just don't. I don't think I trust Will Ferrell anymore. You know, or Netflix. By the way, I don't yeah. hate Netflix. Netflix is right down the middle for me. Still, still a solid go-to. More of a YouTube man myself or podcast, but um, everybody really like hates on Netflix. I'm not saying it's good, but it's got stuff on there I'm going to watch, it's, especially late at night when I'm going to bed. You're you're not wrong, but it does feel like six days after the last grocery store trip, where there's stuff in the pantry. It's just nothing you want. It's nothing we, we want in that moment. You know. Okay, HBO is Genesis. The car manufacturer. Okay. And then Netflix is Hyundai. Okay. Right? Wow. All really going go HY pronunciation. Is that like, is that technically correct? Or is that a, is that a, a, a F1 bit that I don't know about? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> appreciate that. It's not an F1 bit. Hyundai, I, I'm a Hyundai guy. Okay. So I don't want anyone thinking that I'm saying Hyundai. Oh. Thinking- I mean, hold on. I don't want anyone thinking I'm saying Honda. Okay. 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 I guess I could say Hyundai. But I like Hyundai. I, to be honest with you, just as an uh, outside observer, and I have no linguistical knowledge of this, I like the <laughs> more than the Hyundai. That seems stilted, you know? I don't like how you're saying stilted and inferring things that I might get in trouble for. So that's not <laughs> what we're doing here. So, but G- Genesis, Hyundai, and Kia, right? Okay. Yeah. HBO, Netflix, and Crackle South. Yes. Yeah. Okay. They all have a place. They do. They do. Like for to to continue with the food analogy that I I, I personally enjoy because I don't understand the car stuff as much. I feel like <laughs> HBO Max is um eating while you're shopping, you know? It's like what are you like are you someone when you shop when you're at the grocery store, you'll just like break open a, a drink or a, a bag of something and eat it before you pay for it? Do do we wanna just like let all the the, ca- the cats out of the bag here? I'm just I'm just I'm just asking. No accusations. I don't, I don't do a ton of grocery shopping. Oh, is that right? Yes. Like, because uh, Mrs. Waterfall does it or you're ordering? Not ordering. Mrs. Okay. Waterfalls does it because I don't know like if we need to make something like a dip. I don't know how many tomatoes to buy. Mm. If we're making hamburgers, I don't know how much lettuce or tomatoes to buy. I'm getting better. I'm doing my best. I've been cooking a lot more recently, but I don't know. Like, Real King of Queens vibe you're giving off here. <laughs> okay. Carrot. I, I don't know. Is it tomatoes or like what? Which onion? There's so many colors. I don't know what to do. Is this like a conscious choice where you're like, I'll just play stupid so I don't have to do it, or you're just like, I'm not equipped to do this. I'm I'm not equipped. Mm. I'm not mm-hmm. playing stupid. I ask for help. I don't. I I need pictures of the exact thing that you want me to get when I'm at the store. And I bet you're the person that if it's not there, you're you're not like I'll figure this out. I'll Boy Scout this. You're like I don't know what to do now. Where, no, no. It's, where do I go? It's an immediate FaceTime. If the, if the exact thing is not there, it's an immediate FaceTime. This says the same words, but it's yeah. twice as big as the thing that you wanted. Do you want yeah. this? Like, no, dummy. Just it says the other half thing. sugar free. You didn't say anything about half sugar free. Do we want full sugar or a whole? I don't know. <laughs> when I go for specific things, first of all, if I go grocery shopping by myself, random stuff comes home. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I'm not saying mm-hmm. like just unhealthy, not just like all the Oreos, but just random stuff comes home, especially stuff that can go in the freezer that I'll eat for lunch by myself. Oh, just yeah. try to justify anything in the freezer. You just know, try new things. Yes. I fill up a freezer. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I don't remember where we were going with all of no, this. No, hold, but... hold on. This is more important suddenly. So I, um, <laughs> I, I uh, if, uh, if Ashley has sent me with a list, I, I really do enjoy grocery shopping. Um, and if she sends me with specific things to get, I'll be like, it's not here. And she'll say, you might have to ask somebody. And first of all, <laughs> stop it. That's condescending. Secondly, <laughs> she knows so I'm not going to do that. I know. I'm, I'm just not going to do it. I will. I will ask somebody. <laughs> I'll go to a different store. I'm never going to ask somebody for help, especially a child who's like it's in all thirteen. I'm just not going to do that. So that's that's uh, I enjoy Christian shopping a lot. Um, okay, so you're uh, you're really excited about Will Ferrell talking to a zombie uh, in a Netflix commercial. I don't know if I am or not, but GM and Netflix having a, a, a partnership for a commercial, which maybe it's Will Ferrell is in some movie on Netflix that's a zombie movie, and he drives a, a Chevy EV in it. Mm-hmm. Probably what the situation is. I just saw this teaser for coming on the you know during the Super Bowl, and I found it. Interesting. I mean, I guess electric vehicles in the zombie apocalypse are probably not a great, like, that's not great. You know, it's not a great business plan, I would say. Well, 
Also, maybe the electric vehicles are going to cause the zombie apocalypse. Maybe we can find a correlation there. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. I don't know if there's a Last of Us like crossover um, event opportunity. Do you feel like at this point in his career, Will Ferrell is, is more like um, uh, late stage John Elway, where it's like he's not easy. He doesn't have his fast one anymore, but he's still someone you can rely on and can like helicopter himself into the end zone. Or is he like late stage Phil Rivers? Where it's late like, stage. Late stage Phil Rivers. Wills are off. And do, everybody do, knows do, do not bring up John Elway's name and, and with any type of. I've been respectful. I've been respectful. Careful. Now, could I have been disrespectful and said John Elway as an executive where it's just one disaster after another? I did say that though. So. Oh, sorry that he didn't do two things at a peak level in his life. Oh my yeah. gosh. What a failure. It's tough. It's tough when you get Brock Osweiler slash Edward Cullen, $58 million guaranteed. Brock Osweiler played with his son at Arizona State, so maybe he thought good things. Maybe sure. maybe we shouldn't trust our kids. Is that what you're saying? Is the Brock Osweiler story over? I don't think it is. You know, uh, time Isn't still, he at Fox? I, is he, though? I mean, he's still got eligibility in the NFL? Probably. I think he's, he's a, fine. He, I think he's a Fox commentator now. Um, great-looking kid. Great-looking kid. He really whoa, is. Whoa, what? He is. He's a great-looking dude. No, he's not. Brock Osweiler? I thought he was like Edward Cullen vibes, but like with olive skin and like better hair. He definitely has Edward Cullen vibes, but I mean, he's no Kyle Bowler. I mean, nobody is. Nobody's a Kyle <laughs> Bowler. I'm gonna so I'm gonna look on Cameo when we do close to the pen to see if Brock Osweiler is available. Okay. And that, he, if he is, that is he who will we be. Will choose. Okay. okay, fair and enough. We'll follow with Kyle Bowler. What's the last good thing Will Ferrell did? Um. Okay. What's the last good thing? I'm gonna so I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look on IMDb. I th- the the first thing I can think of. I didn't watch the uh, Paul Rudd, Will Ferrell, Apple TV show. Shrink? Yes. No, uh, no that's not. That's the Harrison Ford, Jason Segel. You get into that? You watch that? I'm kind of interested in it. I'm not going to lie to you about that. But Have no, you watched I'm not it? Watched Are you just, no, okay, no. okay. Man, it is uh, – it, it, you can tell the Ted Lasso effect of like they are so thirsty for people to like this show. And they want you to like Jason Segel so bad. And I like Jason Segel. And they want Harrison Ford to be such like a grumpy old dude. We liked Jason Siegel. Oh, we don't like Jason Siegel anymore? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, so caveat, caveat. If, I don't know if he's like... Probably oh, no, no, I didn't mean it like that. But yeah, of course, caveat, caveat. I don't think he's done anything bad. Um, I, I'm I, sure I, he has. Forgetting Sarah, Sarah Marshall, people, the, the BFOTs accuse me of that being my favorite movie. And sometimes accusations are right. That's all I'll I say probably, about that. I've, honest to goodness, seen that movie probably a hundred times. When iTunes first came out with movies, I had it downloaded on my iPod Touch. And I would watch it like all the freaking time. Are you daring me to sing the whole Dracula musical right now? Because I can. <laughs> I could do that. And I wouldn't even be ashamed about that. I think that's a that's a great. It's in some of my Spotify playlists right now in this moment. Um, I Beyond that, I can't think of one, man. I know. Is it when he would show up as Little Debbie on late night shows? Is that the best thing he did? Because that's pretty Ron, good. Ron Burgundy, of course. I, 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 I don't know what's going on. And I feel like it might be the rich... Uh, Rich Adam McKay. Who's Rich McKay? I don't know. Rich McKay uh, used to be a GM for the Bucks and the Falcons. Oh, that's right. Okay, okay. Shout yeah. out, shout out. Uh, I think it's the Adam McKay breakup mm. that they are better together. Bring them back together, please. Man, I am looking, and it is dark. It I can is... tell you what the the last last best thing was for Will. Uh, I didn't know he's on in Practical Jokers the movie. Do you know that? <laughs> Doesn't surprise me because the best thing that he's done in a while is when he was on Pickled. Oh, pickled. Okay, I didn't know that. I did, I didn't know <laughs> he was Tig Notaro's uh, guest partner, a surprise um, guest partner. I think President Business in the Lego Movie. That's the that's the best I can give you. That's the best I can give you right now. Voice work. Yeah, he's really good. Um, the comedian of our generation's best thing in a long time is voice work. Yeah, because I mean, God, it is. It's grim. It's Anchorman Two. Or the campaign. Definitely the campaign. It's the campaign. It's still and hilarious. Him as Ashley Schaefer on Eastbound and Down. Did you watch Eastbound and Down? Oh, yes. It's coming oh, back. I, look, Eastbound and Down is one of the most formative shows of my life, of my professional <laughs> career. And when he is Ashley Schaefer and he is, I think he's beefing with Daryl from The Office. Or yeah. something. And he's like. Craig Robinson. He's like, let the boy watch. Let yeah. the boy. That's. Have you seen the outtakes? Is that what you're talking yes, about? Yes, that as well. <laughs> Dude, the outtakes, when they're just riffing are first of all not safe for work not safe and, for work at and all second of all 
<laughs> to figure out which when it's when it's serious because you know it's a blooper. Mm-hmm. You don't know which one of them's going to crack: Danny McBride, Craig Robinson, <laughs> or Will Ferrell. And every time you don't know which one of them is going to crack next. And it's just incredible. It's the best. We're not going to put it in the show notes because you're big boys and big girls and we trust you to find it, but uh, it's worth, it's worth watching with headphones on, obviously. Um, okay. Let's do, um, let's do uh, Jason. I want to ask you in the Super Bowl. Um, obviously we've, we've got where you're leaning. We've got where I'm leaning. Uh, I want to ask you in the spirit of our favorite sponsor, average birds, who do you think is someone who is being billed as like a big deal factor in the Super Bowl that you think is actually going to be an average bird? I'm going to go with A.J. Brown. I think that that's the thing that the Chiefs are going to take away mm-hmm, from the mm-hmm. Eagles. I still see the Eagles winning. I don't think they're going to be able to take away Jalen Hurts. Uh-huh. And I think that running back by committee, it's like, who do you focus on? You don't know who's going to get the carries win. So I think the only thing that the Chiefs defense can really, really focus on, maybe Dallas Goddard, but I'm going to go yeah. with the the focus is going to be on A.J. Brown. Okay, I like that. I did see, I saw some like DVOA stat, like the Chiefs are the worst uh, team in the league against number one receivers. So I was like, well, that's not great. And AJ Brown needs to go off because of that. I'm going to go, you know, for this game, I'm going to go the introduction because I think America just got addicted to being like, what's this game? What's going on? And we needed The Rock to be like, it's the Super Bowl let's go or whatever he would do. And be like, man, now it feels official. I don't think the Super Bowl is going to have that. I don't think Phoenix has anything close to that. I don't know if they can get Kevin Durant there. Yeah. I was going to say KD. Do you think KD would be into that? I I think he would decidedly not be into that for the rest of the season. KD average bird or not average bird, not average bird. And I I think like highly, highly capable. um, He's about to go off. I think so. I think so. Um, Who's uh, who's bald spot is better on the Phoenix Starting five, Chris Paul's or Kevin Durant's? Kevin Durant and Shaq or Charles making fun of him, not being able to get a hair or not knowing how to get a haircut or whoever it was. It's my favorite part. I think he just leans into it because. Oh, yeah, for sure. You can tell Chris Paul tries to hide a little bit. He's shorter, though, and that's why, like, you see it. Um, I think LeBron tries definitely to hide it and won't acknowledge it. I don't know why he just doesn't go full like Jordan. Uh, but Kevin Durant's like, look, is what it is. Like we're just, we're just going to roll with it as always a big thanks to average birds for sponsoring this podcast. The The best part about uh, average birds, I think we've talked about it. They sent us some clothes. The clothes are so comfortable. They're so quality. They've got the poly spandex blend. They're lightweight. They're moisture wicking. They look great. You know, you can wear them if you're a golfer, but you don't have to be a golfer. That's my favorite. I haven't golfed, man. I don't think I've golfed in like two years and I still wear these shirts everywhere and it doesn't look weird. I've been wearing them all winter. Yeah, they're great. The The hoodie that they sent is excellent. So I think uh, everyone should be a big fan of Average Birds, um, not just for their clothing, but also for their mission. They're a small business. The The products are super quality with very affordable prices. And my favorite part, again, is they give back a portion of sales each month to charitable organizations uh, and nonprofits. So uh, for our listeners, join the flock by heading over to AverageBirds.com and use code OVERUNDER for 15% off your order. That's AverageBirds.com and use code OVERUNDER for 15% off your next order. Um, okay, Jason, let's close this out and do our cameo closest to the pin. Are we going to address, as you're looking that up, how much money you put on the Eagles? I've been, you've alluded to it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's the biggest bet that I've ever seen from somebody I know. It, it's, it's, again, you know. I, I it's all winnings. Anything. It's all winnings. Yeah, so I, and I don't have anything planned for it after. So I'm like, I either start back at zero next year or, you know. Or a Dad, lot. Dad's going to own Hawaii. So uh, we'll find out. We'll find out. Right. Look, I love it. There's there's action. Uh, so there's two different sites where I went all in. Um, I don't know if that came across in the. You. In the, there's a, I'm very there's committed. A, there's a second bet. <laughs> I'm very. Look, I emptied it out. Right. I, I just. Is I the second bet the same as the first? It's, or it's more? half. It's half of the first. Okay. Okay. So. You know, so we're. Um, wow. Go Eagles. Yeah, we're four digits in. So. uh I'd really love Jalen Hurts to win. I'd really, I'd really be happy if he did that. You know, I got to be honest with you. If it's close, if it's close in the fourth quarter, I'm going to be a wreck. Uh, no, no, I'm not. If it's close in the fourth quarter, I'm going to be like, well, the Chiefs are going to win. Chiefs are going to win this because this is the only, the only hesitation I had. I thought the Eagles just looked so much better, right? And I thought they just looked so much. They had the injury, health, and everything. But um, one of my my core gambling values is to never bet against supernatural players. And I've done that here. I've done that here against Patrick Mahomes. So I'm a little concerned. I'm a little concerned. 
So we'll see. So go Eagles. Um, Brock Osweiler does appear to have a cameo. Of course he does. I'm going to. You still think he's attractive? Uh, well, I just think I can't stare at it without seeing the number. So all right, all right, be careful. Let me. I'm not saying he's ugly. It's just a real Edward Cullen vibe. Okay, let me. You know, look. I, historically, I do have some facial blindness with quarterback um, uh, attractiveness levels because I, for a while I confused Sam Hartman and Sam Howell. Yes. I think Sam Hartman, really attractive quarterback. Correct. Sam Howell, not as much. So Sam that's Howell, me. fine. Sam, yeah. Sam Howell's attractive. Yeah, he's like a, like a Tuscaloosa six. Sam Hartman in Notre Dame gear, lifting weights. Hello. Was there a split second where you were like, Sam Hartman's going to Alabama? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. There was a split second where I was like, Sam Hartman might win the Heisman and the Natty for Notre Dame this season. <laughs> when Andre um, hears this, let's be very clear. I said there was a half second. When I almost thought that. Sure. Half second. Half second's reasonable. Okay. Okay. Uh, Brock Osweiler. Man, this is tough. Okay. I've got a number. 200 and 2,500. Got 120 and 1,000. Nice. Final answer. Ah, it's temporarily unavailable. Come on. Daggummit. All right. We had to pivot from Brock Osweiler because he is not available. Um, we have since moved to Donovan McNabb. Never, never could win the big one for the Eagles. Uh, hopefully Jalen Hurts can. Um, so Donovan, four straight you know, NFC championship games, man, that's, that's kind of embarrassing. You know, it's, that's not it's embarrassing, cool, but it is in- embarrassing to not win it, you know, after being there the whole time. Okay. I've got my number 200, 2,500. I guess 99, 1,000, uh, final answer. Whoa. 400 and 2,800. That sounds like somebody needs money and he has the full beard and he's bald, but he won't shave it. So he's kind of like uh, Carl on Family Matters hairstyle. <laughs> That's a compliment. It's it is for Carl, but it's not for Donovan McNabb. So kudos, kudos. Well, you win that round, so congratulations. Yes. Um, that puts you at f- I think you're five, five to zero. I believe five zero. Yeah, you're you're. Uh, Let's not uh, talk about it yet. You might be run ruling us here. Hey, you you might not be winning this, but for everyone's sake, let's hope the Eagles win. Everyone's everyone's sake, please. Please. Okay. All right. That's it for this episode of the Over Under Achievers. Before you go, remember to follow the show on Twitter at OU Achievers and on Instagram at Over Under Achievers. Also, if you want to spread the word, you can do so by leaving a five star rating and review or by sharing the show with a friend. That's the most helpful way to get the show to grow and to get it to new listeners. As always, I'm Knox. He's Jason. We'll see you next time. Bad, 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 bad,